Welcome back to another episode of Kicking It with Kyle Ferry. Once again, I'm your host, Mississippi State field goal kicker, Kyle Ferry. Today in episode three, we're going to kind of do a bit of everything. We're going to talk a little Mississippi State sports. We're going to answer some questions uh, from you guys, the audience. And we're also going to continue this journey we've been on together now as we've gone through my high school and getting here to Mississippi State. And now we've gone all the way up to the first game uh, now through this incredible story that's been this freshman year for me. But I want to start off by uh, responding to one of a few of many, many questions I've gotten uh, since this podcast began. I mean, I've gotten so many DMs and I love I love seeing them. I try to respond to all of them. I think I have at this point. I love answering questions that you guys have for me and just kind of giving as much insight as I can for you guys. So I want to start off with uh, the questions that um, I just kind of handpicked this morning, just kind of went through DMs and just kind of chose some of the ones that I thought were kind of interesting. And then we're going to try to answer more and more as each week goes on. So feel free to reach out on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, both both accounts on Twitter, just however you can. If you have a question, I'd love to answer it. So the first question was, was there a jersey number selection? So for fresh for freshmen, there is not a jersey number selection. Now I think you know if I wanted a number, I could go to them and ask them if I could get it. But there is no um, going in as a freshman and going, "Hey, I want number seven. Uh, they'd probably tell you to leave, honestly. Uh, but no, there is no jersey number selection for me. I kind of showed up to media day, and that's when I found out I was number eighty. There was no one even told me I was number eighty. Uh, it was I just showed up to media day and I didn't know what number I was going to be. And they were like, all right, number 80 it is. And I was like, all right, that's fine by me. It is what it is. So then that kind of goes into the next question. It, is 80 significant or was that what they gave you? That is just what they gave me. Um, 80 is now significant to me, but it wasn't uh, when I got it. I was kind of like, 80? Like, come on now, 80? I've been a single digit in every single sport I've ever played. So I was like, 80, man, that sucks. But 80 kind of grew on me. And, uh, you know, now I love 80 and hopefully we'll have, well, not hopefully, I will have 80 uh, for the rest of my time here at Mississippi State. So then uh, the next question is, did you like the the new jerseys this year? Yes. Uh, At the beginning, I hated them. Um, just because you couldn't even tell who we were, uh, in my opinion, it was kind of like, you know, we had the tiny Mississippi state symbol on the collar and that was kind of it. But I think with the state script helmets, they looked really good. I did end up liking the basic look, uh, as time went on. Uh, so I would say majority. Yes, I liked them. I think the all white was so clean. And I did, I loved our 98 throwback jerseys that we had this year when we played Kentucky. I thought those were incredible and thought the equipment people did a great job on those. And uh, unfortunately, we didn't do so hot, but the jerseys at least look good. So you know what? You have to take a win from that. Next question is maybe tell us about your game week prep as a kicker. All right. Uh, so Saturday's the game. All right. We'll start with uh, Sunday then. All right, Sunday we have a travel and non-travel lift. So essentially, if you play in the game, you have like glorified stretching, basically. Like you go in, get the soreness out. You know, the goal is to 
uh, feel better when you walk out than when you walked in. So you have that on Sunday. Uh, I will sometimes, I, I usually watch my kicks on Monday uh, just so they're more fresh on my mind. Me and Coach Mealy would usually meet one-on-one and watch the kicks from the weekend. Uh, and then we'd have practice Monday. I would not kick on Monday. Uh, we would kind of just have a walkthrough, a uh, kickoff day. So I didn't really do anything Monday at all, actually, during practice. I uh, wouldn't do much. Tuesday, I would kick two team field goals. Of course, I had to warm up, uh, but only two field goals on Tuesday, uh, two field goals on Wednesday, and then an extra point and a field goal on Thursday. No kicking on Friday because, like, why would you kick the day before the game? And then um, Saturday, of course, you have the game. So that's kind of my week kicking-wise. Uh, we'll get in more into that, what goes into practice and whatnot, Uh Later in the episode when, you know, we start talking about game weeks in this season together. Next question. Do you practice for different field conditions for each game? Turf, grass, if it's going to be rainy? No. Um, every every field we played on this season was grass. So, uh, no. There's only, uh, I think, two turf fields in the SEC, Vanderbilt and Kentucky. So, uh, no, we usually just kicked on grass all week and... Rain doesn't really play too much of a factor, and plus, uh, you'd rather be on the stadium for that in warm-ups. That's when, you know, you start getting used to the field condition. Uh, you can't really get used to a rainy condition on Saturday if it's sunny on Thursday. So, uh, no, we would not practice wet conditions, really. The snappers would. Uh, we'd wet the balls for them as they snapped, but that's that's different for them. But, no, every game we play on is usually grass, so there isn't much into that. And if we play on turf, we do have a turf field, so... We probably would. Do you film study? Uh, yes and no. Uh, I have film study, but most guys on the team wouldn't consider it film study. I basically just make sure that um, my line's good, uh, they did their job, and then make sure I did my job too. And uh, make sure our operation looks good, make sure there's no weak points, and if there are, we need to correct them fast. Uh, but I did like watching film a lot, just making sure that you know I'm consistent in my steps, consistent in my approach. And then kind of just seeing where my weak points are. I think that's really what film is for. And so that's what I would do. Do you get to practice onside kicks? Well, um, Nick does. Uh, Nick's our starting kickoff guy. Uh, I did not really kick off this year. Coach Mealy wanted me to just get implemented in field goal and didn't want me to worry about too much uh, in my first year. So, no, I did not practice any onside kicks. I don't know um, what will happen with that this year, but who knows. Uh, we'll know later down the road, probably in fall camp in August. Uh, we'll know if I'm going to be practicing any onside kicks. Favorite stadium besides Davis Wade? Great question. Uh, I love answering this question. I feel wholeheartedly about this. It's got to be South Carolina. That was the, and I think really anybody on the team would tell you that that was the coolest thing I've ever seen. I didn't even feel like I was at a football game. There, they had the LED lights, which by the way, stay tuned in Starkville. Uh, there's a little rumor on the street we're getting those, and if that's the case, uh, we might have the best atmosphere in college football come 2024. Um, but anyway, South Carolina, epic. I'm talking epic. Their their fans knew exactly what to do. Every song, they had the the towels up. They knew what they were doing. Uh, then the LEDs going with the beat of the music, it was awesome. One time, they shut them all off. It was pitch black dark in the stadium, and then they started doing their... 
and that that little song came on and like the lights would flash with them uh gotta look it up william bryce stadium columbia south carolina awesome awesome experience especially with a night game i don't know about a day game but i'm glad we got to play there at night that was epic i'm talking epic what goes next question is what goes through my head when i'm running onto the field to kick a field goal honestly nothing uh, i clear my head uh i have a mantra which is like a little saying and then once that saying is it's straight business from there uh so not really anything goes on through my head uh, when i'm kicking the field goal like i'm just out there to do my job so uh nothing really goes through my head if that's if something was going through my head that wouldn't be a very good idea so yeah next question is most comfortable and least comfortable spots to kick a field goal great question and then the next one uh is left or right hash i'll put those two together so most comfortable and least comfortable spots to kick a field goal this is going to be kind of an interesting answer it depends on the week so some weeks i love the left hash some weeks I love the right hash. Some weeks I hate the left hash. Some weeks I hate the right hash. Kind of just depends on what the ball's doing that week. If I'm hitting a draw, if I'm hitting it straight, if I'm hitting it a little fade. So really, my least and most comfortable spots on the field kind of just depend on warm-ups um, and the week of practice in front of me. I don't have like a specific spot I just hate. Uh, I do not like inside 30-yard field goals on the hash. I hate those. Because it almost feels like you're kicking sideways. Um, so I would say, and, you know, like, if you miss it, it's, it looks real bad on you. So those kicks are just no fun uh, at all. So I'd say that's kind of my least favorite spot. Then my most favorite spot um, and most comfortable spot, an extra point. Love kicking extra points. It means we score seven instead of three. And I'll take that every day of the week. Next question, laces. And they want me to explain laces. All right, so you've probably heard on TV like, you know, oh man, he had the laces out toward laces facing the kicker, and that's why he shanked it. That is a that is a true thing. Um, it is a lot more mental than it is like kind of physical, but yes, laces are a physical and mental thing. You do not want to see the laces as a kicker. You want to see that nice, clean slate body of the back of the football, um, and yeah. But Osteen did a great job this year when he had to spin it. Osteen. When I bring him on, I'm going to make him admit that he loves to spin it. Like, he would find a way to try to spin the ball. So, uh, you got to get a holder that's really good at spinning it so you never see the laces. Uh, but, yes, laces are a real thing, and you never want to see those. Then the last question of the day. Shout out Michael McCafferty for this one. Stepbrother from Florence, Alabama says, any advice to his stepbrother of the kicker who already got physically ill before big games his stepbrother wasn't kicking in? Michael, I do not have any advice for you. Uh, I never went through this experience because you never got to kicking games. So uh, I've never been in this situation before. Um, so I, my advice is uh, hold your breath. Hold your breath and pray that Kyle makes a field goal uh, like the other 65,000 people in the stadium. Uh, but no, Michael, I do not have any advice for you today. Um, I will hit back up on that question if I do find it. Uh, but yeah, that will conclude uh, the question segment of the podcast. Uh, I just wanted to you know, start answering questions once again. If you have any, uh, clearly they get answered on the podcast. So if you're curious about anything, let me know on DMs and whatnot, and I'll be happy, happy, happy to answer it. So now let's talk a little bit about Mississippi State Athletics right now. The men's team, men's tennis team is doing a fantastic 
fantastic job. They came out well. They were ranked preseason third in the SEC. Uh, they started, I believe, three and zero already, and they've already got a ranked win against number twenty Florida State. So great shout out men's tennis. They're doing a great job starting. I think women's tennis is also doing a great job. Uh, men's basketball lost Wednesday at Kentucky. Kind of a tough loss. Ended up losing that one by thirteen. Uh, but tough loss. But uh, you know it's hard to win in uh, Rupp Arena in Lexington. So uh, they bounced back though yesterday. Well, I guess Saturday. Sorry, I filmed this on a Sunday when I don't have anything. Uh, so this is actually being aired on Sunday, but released on Monday. Uh, men's basketball won Saturday at home against Vanderbilt. I was there. Uh, so far, I haven't missed a basketball game since I've been in Starkville. So uh, that, we're going to try to keep that tradition going. And had a great win. It was kind of dominant. I don't think they were ever losing the game, really, except Vanderbilt did hit a three to start the game. And then after that, I think Mississippi State didn't have didn't lose uh, control of the basketball game at all. I think they came out, played a great full game. Tolu Smith had a great game. And then tomorrow, well, I guess today, Monday, the girls play LSU at home. Huge one. LSU ranked inside the top 10, the defending national champions. That will be a good one in the Humphrey Coliseum in Starkville. Uh, it's, an, it's, I believe, at 4 p.m. So if you're... Around the Starkville area, talk to your boss. If you are your own boss, be in Humphrey Coliseum. But talk to your boss. Get off today, early. Come cheer on the girls as they play the defending national champs. And I believe that's going to be it for now. I think the guys, basketball team, uh, I forget who they play, but they, they'll play two games this week. They got Auburn at home next Saturday. I, I don't know where they play away this week. But I do know they play Auburn next Saturday at home in Starkville, so... Uh, you're going to have to get to that one. Once again, Auburn is the real deal. I think I was I saw a tweet from Robbie Falk this week that said Auburn is his favorite to win the SEC basketball, and I think I'm agreeing with him. Uh, complete basketball team. Bruce Pearl's done a great job with that program. So if you can come support the guys in Starkville Saturday at 2.30, you're going to need – we need you there. And now uh, I think that concludes the athletic segment. So we have about 10 minutes to continue this story. So I left off last week if you don't remember talking about seeing coach polk in the locker room before week one and uh him shaking my hand telling me you're gonna be great kid and then kind of just walking away and then i kind of left it tying my shoes uh that's kind of where we left off so that's where we left off so uh like i said coach polk shakes my hand whatever so uh, running out on the field was I had I had chill bumps. I'm talking all the way down my body from the top of my head to the bottom of my feet, covered in chills. Listening to those cowbells, and I wasn't very nervous uh, that first that first game, uh, just because the expectation really for the first time in my entire life there was no expectation on me. I think you know when you go to a small private school, everyone knows who you are, everyone knows what you're capable of. So everyone expects a performance from you up to your standard. Well, I didn't have a standard week one. So it was kind of nice to just go out there and just do my thing. Uh, you know, I, I was really loose that day. Of course, I didn't really eat, but that's just normal. But, you know, nerves weren't really there uh, the, whole, the whole time, except at halftime of Southeast Louisiana, but I'll get to that. So, you know, we take the field, whatever. We go down, first possession, punt. And I was like, all right, this is fine, whatever. Southeastern Louisiana, punt. Then 
all of a sudden we're in field goal range in our second drive. And I was like, oh my, here we go. Like, the dream's about to come true. I was by myself. I didn't want to see anybody. Didn't want to talk to anybody. I just needed to be alone. I really had talked to myself uh, that Friday night and was just like, and take in, take it in. Take it in in that first quarter. Take it in. Take it in for your first kick. So I was really taking it in that day. And so, uh, you know, it's like third and five on the, like, 24-yard line, third and five. And uh, I was like, okay. Like, if he, if he, this is not a first down, we are kicking a freaking field goal. Let's go. And we'll get sacked. Well, prior to that week, Coach Arnett and Coach Mealy were kind of like, we don't want you kicking really anything. Pat, definitely not really anything over 40, but definitely not past 45. So we'll get sacked. The ball gets placed at the 29-yard line. And Mealy looks at me, and I give him, I shake my head at him. I, I, sorry, I nod my head at him, not shake my head. I nod my head at him. He's, he turns, says something in the mic, gives me the thumbs up, and here we are jogging onto the field at Davis Wade Stadium. 47-yard field goal as a true freshman. I've played the clip before uh, already on the podcast, so I won't play it again. But uh, right down the middle, the most probably relieving point in my life was that kick. Like the weight off my shoulders vanished, and it was it, it was a complete day uh, already. Then the end of the half comes, and uh, you know I talked earlier about the, in the last episode, Coach Arnett icing the kicker in the scrimmage in the stadium. Well, it's funny that week one, first game, I get iced. And uh, Coach Arnett was kind of like, we, we, you've been in this situation before, like, come on. And Coach Mealy was like, just like we practiced, like, this is this could not be any better. You've, you've already been in this moment. And I really think those two just gave me that confidence to go out there and knock that one through. And then the nerves hit at halftime, like, oh, crap. Just please, let's just score. The, let's just. I just want to kick extra points. I've kicked isn't enough field goals for the day. I'm not trying to get rid of. I'm not trying to ruin my percentage. Just get me to the end of this game with extra points. And luckily, that's what happened. We went on to win that game, 48-7. Uh, good win, good start to the season. Uh, but yeah, second half, I was nervous. I'm just glad that we just had extra points because I don't know if I could have handled another field goal week one. Uh, so then. That, that week kind of goes, you know, I went SEC Freshman of the Week in my first week in the SEC. And I was eating at Buffalo Wild Wings when, it, when I found out. <laughs> and uh, I just see Hill State Football tagging a photo on uh, Instagram. And I was like, what are they? Why, why do they tag me? And it's Monday. Like, the game's over. And uh, I see SEC Freshman of the Week. And I, I think my jaw hit the floor. I was like week one already like this cannot be happening and so uh you know I'm on top of the world for that the the, that day really and then you know you kind of kind of get past it because you know you got another game so uh you know that was a fantastic week Uh, definitely a game in a week I'll never forget so then uh Arizona the Wildcats come to town uh the next Saturday we get another home game in Starkville which by the way eight home games this year epic I loved it uh, this year we have seven and five, so really basically the same. Arizona comes around and, uh, you know, kick it. You know, we, I think I kicked two extra points and then a field goal. Uh, 41-yarder on the left hash. You know, I just came off 
arguably the greatest week ever. Two for two with long field goals, and here we are kicking another 41-yarder. And I miss it barely right. So now at this point, I'm sitting two for three on the season, and uh, and now everyone's starting to think, oh no. Including myself. Oh no. The Mississippi State kicking curse is back. Like, just when we thought it had vanished, this kid from nowhere, Arkansas, this young kid comes in, and he did he save us? And then I missed the first one against Arizona, and everyone's like, oh no, here we go. Just when we thought we had a kicker. And I was coming off the field like, you've got to be kidding me. Like, I just had the greatest week ever. Like, come on. I need another field goal. The rest of the first half goes on. No field goal. The entire third quarter comes. No field goal. Then in the fourth quarter, with about seven minutes remaining, it's 21-21 at this point. Um, Delora, Arizona's quarterback's thrown five interceptions. And yet we're still tied. So it's like, oh my, they, you know, that means they probably have the momentum a little bit. And it's a 36-yard field goal from the right hash now. First uh, field goal I attempted on the right side of the field in my college career. 36-yarder to give us the lead. Night game, sellout crowd, Arizona. It is bumping in Davis Wade Stadium. And uh, it was kind of like, I was. it got to the point where I was like, okay, it's third down. If we kick a field goal, you have to make this one or your job's done. I, I had a short leash. I understood that, you know, being a true freshman. Like, my job was probably done if I didn't knock this one through. And uh, snap down. I mean, snap back, hold down. Kick was away right down the middle. Once again, relieving. I was like, okay. Really, this year, my mental, my mental game was survive. And I know that probably sounds like, I don't know cringy bad whatever but like that's what it was in this in this league it is hard to play and maintain a spot the sec everyone wants to play in the sec every single kid in high school wants to play in the sec wants to play big time football and so if you have a bad game you know it's it's next man up these coaches are making too much money to play favorites or be like oh well he just had a bad week we're just we'll give him one more chance it's kind of like your chance is over son like we, we've got to move on. I've got to make sure I keep my job. I can't get fired. And I understand that, and I'm fine with that. So to see that one go down the middle, give us the lead, just got to give a huge fist bump on the field like, okay, we survived. You know, we survived another week. Make the extra point now overtime. End up winning that game in overtime. Arizona goes on to be a fantastic, have a fantastic season. That was probably the best win, in my opinion, that Mississippi State had this year, uh, that we had this year in football was Arizona. Um, I kind of look back on it now, and I'm like, wow, Arizona's ranked inside the top 15. How? How did we do that? Uh, and then you see their quarterback through five interceptions, and that kind of answers your question. But uh, once again, survived week two. 2-0 uh, and start. I was like, all right, this is fun. I can get behind this. Overtime win against Arizona, that was super fun. You know, and I, had a, and I got to play a part in it. That's the best. That was the best part of this year was like every time we won, I got to play a part in a win at Mississippi State. Just a, a cool full circle moment for me. And uh, so, you know, that week goes on. And I was like, okay, I survived another week. Come on, just one more week. Let's survive. Then LSU comes into town. And for some reason, I was like so confident that we were going to win that game. I don't know why, but I was like, they're just not that good. Like, we, they're not as good as people say they are. Like, we'll be fine. Ended up having the Heisman Trophy winner, but whatever. And I was kind of like, 
They can't be that good. And, oh, they were that good. They were that good. We got beat like 42 or something, 45-14. Uh, and I remember being like, oh, my, welcome to the SEC, Kyle. Welcome to the SEC, where if you don't play good, you get schlacked. And uh, only had two extra points that game. So, once again, survived week three against LSU. But, you know, it sucked uh, to lose. Uh, in my high school career, I lost four football games. Uh, so, I've never, well, I guess my state championship game, my senior year, we got beat pretty bad. But I've never been, like, dominated that bad in a football game. So that was kind of like, okay, we need to wake up. We'll be fine, whatever. But knowing South Carolina was the next week in Columbia and a night game at 7.30 Eastern, I was like, oh, my. Like, we're going to have to wake up this week and play good, have a good have a good week of practice in order to, you know, start turn this thing around again. You know, losing that bad at home sucks real bad. And it was so hot that day. Oh, my gosh. It was roasting hot. Uh, but, yeah, then the next week we go to South Carolina. And I think that's where we're going to pick up next week is when we travel to Columbia, South Carolina and play the Gamecocks. I really hope you enjoyed this episode of Kicking It with Kyle Ferry. We, you know, we answered some questions. We talked about Mississippi State Athletics and we continued this seasonal story. I think next week we're going to, we're going to do the same thing. I think this is going to be the new pattern, you know, try to get through three weeks of football. Uh, Yeah. So uh, once again, if you have any questions, Hit me up on social media. I'll, I'll be glad to answer any. And uh, love to talk to you. If you just want to chat about anything, just let me know. Uh, but yeah, that will conclude episode three of Kicking It with Kyle Ferry. Stay tuned for next week's episode right here on Spotify or Apple Podcasts with Kicking It with Kyle Ferry. Thank you. <laughs>